0: Here <music>
2: Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Search Cast, Season 2, Episode 13. And if you're on the YouTube version, you might see our guest here at the bottom. But before we get to him, this podcast is presented by PrimeWax Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. I'm your host, Zach Martin.
3: I'm Bailey Curtis.
2: And this is going to be a fun show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Bailey, just real quick, how are you doing today?
3: I, so I feel like I'm a little starstruck right now. <laughs> um, it, like, I, I feel like I have like the same feeling that I had with mentor. I don't know. Like I I've been super excited for this episode Um, with all the kind of stressors going on in my life lately. Like this has definitely been something I've been looking forward to
2: for a while. So I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, doing good. I know, I know you mentioned me the first time after I had Wallet on the uh, <laughs> guest on the first time, which I think I just gave it away, but what, everyone, everyone <laughs> is coming on. it's all right. I know you're kind of like, I can't believe I missed the episode with you having them on. I'm like, don't worry. In the future, it's probably going to happen, but no, I'm doing good. Uh, just first day of training camp, hockey's officially back. So thank goodness, no more waiting. It's now just, all right, let's see what happens. But you know what? Let's just get to our guest. He's took the <laughs> time out to come talk to us. An amazing guy it's just i'm really excited to have the carolina hurricanes team reporter and editorial content producer the man himself walt ruff Walt, how are you doing today man
4: i'm good thanks to y'all for having me back on again second time appearance i appreciate it
2: no of <laughs> yeah. course definitely i know i know it's a lot of, a little bit different because i know if we didn't have you on the video the first time so a lot of people got to miss like the first initial show <laughs> okay. with you on but now we got you on the second one and uh You're in an interesting location for this one, for uh, this show.
4: I am. Well, first I'm going to say that the audio-only version is probably going to get better ratings because you chose to put (laughs) this on camera. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
3: be quiet.
4: (laughs) Coming to you live from Press Row, as you all can see behind me there, the PNC Arena Ice, which got its first official workout, two workouts this morning. Uh, Two groups of players out there. So, yes, happy first day of training camp to the both of you. It's a very exciting day we are finally back in hockey season and uh, although it was a short summer it still felt long at times right but now here yeah. we are right back in the mix. Yeah,
2: yeah for sure so yeah so if anyone's not watching the YouTube version you better get on it because we just got a great view of <laughs> the press row and of course you would get to see where all the great photos from the season from Walt's perspective comes out every game which is just absolutely phenomenal great stuff but I have to say that 25th anniversary logo on the ice, all oh, that looks so clean. So
4: great. It does. It looks pretty good. And I'm, you know, I'm obviously biased, but I, I think <laughs> there's a lot of things that it has going for it. And I, I hope the fans, when they finally get to see it as well, I know some did this past weekend with the prospect mm-hmm. showcase, but I hope when everybody gets to see it, they enjoy it because I think it's a really nice touch. Obviously you can only do it for one year. Right. So right, yeah. um, team did it. And I, I think it looks good. Oh, I'm just sure.
3: I'm super excited, too, because I have not stepped foot in PNC Arena since January of 2020. And wow. I will be officially back because uh, I live in Colorado. So I'll be back uh, for the uh, stadium series and I'm attending the Montreal game that Thursday beforehand. So I'll be able to step foot in PNC Arena again. And it's going to be so cool seeing it in person.
4: That'll be great. You picked a really good week to come because I know our marketing staff is really excited. That's not only, you know, everybody looks at it as Stadium Series, like the game, but it's really going to be a whole week of festivities. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of stuff coming out that we're really excited to announce. So I think you picked a really good time.
3: I'm super excited. Any any details that you can potentially spoil?
4: (laughs) I probably shouldn't, but I <laughs> way, to, say, way to go, Bailey. Where to put the beer on the spot. I like it. That's how you get scoops. That's how you get the inside details. I mean, um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I probably almost said something I shouldn't, but oh, darn um it. no no. no. Like... I'm sure hopefully we'll get to talk again when when all the information goes public. But I know there's a ton of work going on with our executives and, you know, higher level folks. The NHL has been in town pretty regularly talking about the stadium series and what type of events that the team and in conjunction with them they want to put on, and it should be some really cool stuff. I mean, this is what the league likes to do, right? This is a marquee event for the league, and Mm -hmm. every time they do it, they want to make it better than the year before, so... Um, so far, it sounds like that's going to be the case for Raleigh. And um, I would say February can't get here soon enough, but I guess we should we should stay in the moment. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. within itself, We don't need to rush post-All-Star break festivities. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'll right, have
3: your sure. work cut out for you anyway, so <laughs> yeah. take it step by step.
4: Exactly. That's a really good point. Yeah, because yeah.
2: the fact we got fans on the field for the first time for this game, so that's going to be really interesting to see how that's going to work out. And, you know, with all the tickets finally went on sale for the Season ticket holders, and we got a lot more stuff coming on in October and the general admission and all that, too. But going back to, like, just being in the barn for the first time with the new ice, I know I'll be there opening night in a couple weeks, so I'm really excited for that. It's my first home opener. I want to see at least a couple decades, so it's going to be nice being back to doing that as well. But There's a lot of cool stuff, but what I have to ask you, when you saw the jersey release for the new alternates, the modern throwback, as we're calling it, what were your first thoughts when you saw that? Because those things are so clean.
4: I think they're pretty cool. I mean, I didn't have any objection to the red uniforms as they were, Mm -hmm. but as it was stated both in the press release and the article, I think you know people have taken a liking to the black uniforms, right? So it made sense naturally to go with those as the primaries. Um, but then to kind of put that past meets present version on the reds is it's really cool. Uh, the silver really makes it pop in a way that you almost kind of I I don't know maybe again I have to be honest with myself because somebody you know I I grew up a Philadelphia Flyers fan so I'd probably be more versed in Flyers jersey history as opposed to Canes but the silver brings back an element that you almost didn't realize how much it was I I don't want to say needed either because Mm -hmm. again the Reds were great but when you see the silver you're like wow that looks really good and so Um, you know, initial reactions been good from the fan base and, uh, yeah, so far so good in the 25th anniversary festivities.
2: I know. Right? Yeah. Cause, cause that's the, they were actually, the silver was like that for the 05, 06, 06, 07 Jersey. So that's kind of a nice added touch. They kind of brought those back. Cause I know there was the other ones like 07, to 08, they kind of went to just like the matte style silver, but I know the original sparkle silver that they had for those jerseys were like 2002 to 06, 06 type stuff. So it's really cool. They kind of like just brought the whole thing back, the fonts back mm-hmm. and all that great stuff. And uh they really heard, took
3: throwback and ran with it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> original OG alternate logo and everything, the font style, the, the more bolded version of the uh, warning flags at the bottom. It's just so nice. And uh, I did get kind of a confirmation from Mike Foreman himself that uh they're going to try to work on adding the apostrophes for Brendan Moore's name on the jerseys on the website and hopefully in the stores too. So I might have to get my all-time favorite hurricane on a Jersey. So I'm really, really excited for that. But Walt, are you going to try to get one of these jerseys or is there a certain player or a name where you're just going to just go with Walt or rough? Like <laughs> what, what's the plans for you with these
4: uh, like jerseys? Take a page out of
3: mentor's book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: I
4: think I'll let that one to him. I, you know, I hadn't really thought that far ahead to be honest. Um, I am excited for, you know, with getting them on the website and you know just seeing the interest form and those racking up I'm excited you know I wish we had them in stock right now so everybody oh could goodness. get them but um October 6th. Crime, yeah everybody will be able to get them I'm excited for everybody to be able to get them <laughs> and um I'll let everybody else get theirs and maybe that'll make up my mind by who I would want to get <laughs>
2: yeah. no I totally understand but but backtracking before all of this I so know we got all other stuff to talk about, but how was your off season? Cause I know last time I talked to you was during the Rangers hurricane series. And uh, we were kind of hoping there would be no extra interviews super quick. Hope you get a longer stretch and you maybe talk a little bit more, but unfortunately it is what it is. But like, what was it like for you, you know, going through the exit interviews and then going through like your off season? I know you went on vacation for a little bit too. So like, how was all that for you?
4: It was good. It was, it felt short. I will be honest. It did not feel like a very long summer. Um, it you know didn't get to spend too too long away I was very fortunate to get to go up to Pennsylvania to see some family and friends for a long weekend but um yeah between exit interviews going to Montreal for the draft that was probably one of the highlights that was really wow. cool
1: oh yeah for um,
4: sure. getting to go there and then free agency the next week and then we had development camp so You know, there really wasn't a whole lot of downtime, to be honest, but that's okay. (laughs) I feel like that'll
3: definitely help it feel short, because I know for us fans who have nothing else to do, it felt like a lifetime.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
4: definitely. And exactly. I think it was only something like 114 days from today to, you know, the first day of training camp. And that's really not that long, especially when you put all those events together. Mm -hmm. So Uh, short but we we are right back at it and uh, looking forward to you know what will now be about nine consecutive months of some more hockey
0: so
2: it's never a bad thing for sure (laughs)
3: right and like kind of saying today first day of training camp uh what are your kind of first thoughts seeing everybody out on the
4: ice Uh, it was you know it was funny when they were getting back to the ice it was like Wow. Okay, we're really doing this. We're back. <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those things like you know, training camp's coming, it's coming, and then all of a sudden you get see guys start filing out of the tunnel, and it's like, oh, okay, this is actually happening. <laughs> um, so it was cool. It was. There's obviously a lot of guys here right now. Um, mm-hmm. I believe 47 skaters, six goaltenders, yeah, um, mm-hmm. two skaters in Ryan Suzuki and Kevin Fitzgerald, who we will maybe not see throughout the course of camp. Maybe Suzuki a little bit later um he's dealing with an upper body injury but yeah just to have everybody back in in two groups and on the ice seeing all the coaches out there and it's funny we're so accustomed to seeing just rod jeff daniels tim gleason uh paul sean Well, today you've got the development coaches you've got brock and the yeah. ahl head coach so we're looking out there at one point and there's like 10 coaches on the ice <laughs> and you've already got a full slate of players and then that amount of coaches as well it was a, a very busy morning
2: Oh, I can imagine. So like, was there, was there anyone in particular kind of like stood out to you or you just kind of like, okay, a lot of guys, <laughs> too many to watch. Like what was like, was there anyone that kind of stood out to you?
4: Well, so what I'll say is, you know, if you look at the breakdown of the groups, the first group, which I guess they're going with C1 and C2, I know in the past mm-hmm. Rod has gone with like grit and determination as, as group names, but um C1 has a lot of NHL experience. Uh, mm-hmm. every single skater has NHL experience. The only player on the group that doesn't is Patrick Hamer- Hamerla, I was gonna say Yeah. Goalie yeah. Um, and he had his, you know, welcome to the NHL practice moment this morning as well, if you will. They did um, you know, occasionally periodically throughout practice, Rod will blow the whistle and some he picked somebody to go in like a shootout style. And Aho went against Hammerla and Sebastian Ajo won that battle, but I digress. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm I'm very curious to see the second group. Honestly, I do have a strong affiliation for guys who are, you know, on the bubble, if you will. Guys who have proven themselves in the American League but are just looking for an NHL shot. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're looking at the second group – Someone who I'm keeping a close eye on. It's day one. It's you know easy to overreact, but don't sleep on the signing of Malte Uh, Stromwall. 19 KHL last year. It was kind of one of those signings that happened on like a Friday night in July. It's not a household name. Everybody's like, you know, okay, he'll be at camp, but he looked good today. I mean, he was really good in the skating. Again, I'm not going to get too far into it, but yeah, that second group with Stromwald, Zingle, Lane Peterson, guys like that. I mean, this time last year, Seth Seth Jarvis was in group two, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. We played his way into group one. So um, those are the things that admittedly get me pretty excited this time of year because, you know, those storylines kind of start to develop and you see what transpires so that's something I'll keep an eye on As we are now only five six days away from the first preseason game I know and- which it was just crazy because
2: like looking at like the second roster like you said I mean Lane Pearson like Maxime LaJoy everyone knows how he how he was at Chicago I mean if you go back to the prospect tournament like Bobby York he was always putting his name out there I mean Alexander Passion with a lacrosse goal all oh, that was just absolutely disgusting just him doing that as well and then you know, looking at everyone else, I mean, um, Jameson Reese, he was all over the, you know, broadcast, like fighting guys like twice as high. Yeah. He's, got, he's
3: got fire. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
2: Totally. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, know like that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then uh Blake Murray came out of nowhere to score two goals in a game that uh <laughs> really made things interesting when it was like 4-2, then it was 4-4 four four going into the overtime. It's like, all right. All right. But I would say even upon uh, panamarev he really stood out to me through the prospect tournament as well. So like yeah. so there's there's so many names in that second group that you're kind of like, okay, but I think that prospect showcase kind of helped out, like getting a lot of eyeballs on those guys that you would mm-hmm. never even think about.
4: Totally. And, and we know who the core group is going to be for the Hurricanes oh, yeah. this year, right? Oh, yeah, like, like, sure. Nobody's going to be surprised. Sebastian Ajo, Tavo, Taravine, And, like, you kind of know who's going to be – the core group of like your top nine forwards, you know, who the defense is going to be essentially outside of the last three. And so you're absolutely right. Those guys in that second group, like we asked Brock Shan about the tournament and he pointed out, Panamarov as somebody who stood out to him and you got to think that he could be a major player for Chicago this year. And I mean, again, I say that very preemptively because right. what if he completely lights up main camp and then all of a sudden we're having a conversation like we did with Seth Jarvis this time last mm-hmm. year. So oh, for sure, it's those sorts of things. Blake Murray, who. Um, was I believe the lone contracted player in Norfolk last year. And then you would have to think that he's wanting to at minimum be in Chicago this year. So oh, yeah, you know, things like that, it's a lot of storylines from that second group that, that do make things interesting because again, we know what we know, but it's maybe what we don't know. That's more interesting. Right. And yeah, that's sure. where
3: my kind of questions coming in too. we mentioned that there's not much surprise as far as at least the nine forwards and the, two pairings is there have you guys gotten any glimpse of how they're gonna start deciding that third or those last three defensemen or is there what does that look like so far
4: I will say I jotted down from my notes and I I had a couple people asking if I was going to tweet the lines today. Too soon for that. (laughs) Yeah, Mike
2: Mike Smith did a great job with that. It's like, it's too (laughs) soon. It's day one at camp. It's not that serious. It's going to change.
4: It's like, it was just so great. Exactly. And, And I will say, admittedly, I asked my boss. I was like, do you like want me to put it out there? And he's like, no, 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 don't worry about that. So I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but today game, they have Game had, one,
2: maybe a preseason.
4: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. We'll get to that next week. I yeah. <laughs> um, had Coglin and Chatfield together today, and then DeHaan working with Ethan Bear. But again, it wouldn't surprise me at all if those are mixed up tomorrow. So, Man, yeah, for sure. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah,
2: I yeah, definitely. Changes things too because everyone thought Jay Gardner was gonna be back. Now he's gonna be on LTIR, so that's probably gonna shake a lot of things up too. I mean, <laughs> doubt Calvin Dehan, you know, play with the Cans before, but then like you said, we got sheffield and you got everyone else. It's definitely gonna make it very interesting, even with Cogland and Bear back, with coglin now here and then Bear back. it's gonna be very interesting to see how the canes are gonna do five, six, and seven for the for the defense. Like, do you think just having um, Gardner on LTR kind of changes the, di- the dynamic of that defensive fight for those positions
4: It's hard to say but it's a good problem to have right you know right yeah like, of course as opposed to you know think about it this way if Calvin Dehan pushes for a spot. Mm-hmm. and that's, you know, a potential curveball. Like you said, he already has familiarity with the coaching mm-hmm. staff of the system, so it's not as if it's just, you know, this complete outsider who played his way into a roster spot. He knows where right. he's from here. So the way I look at it is it's a great problem to have. You look at some of these names who may be on the outside looking in of, you know, maybe Max Lajoie or William Laguson, like, if those guys go to Chicago, that's a really good, if they're together, one, two, or oh, yeah. split, two separate pairs. So that's something that popped into my mind a couple couple times throughout the skates today. Is like, no matter which way this shakes down, Chicago AHL should be really darn good again. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And
3: I know that's what a lot of fans were kind of worried about, given how free agency kind of shook out for Chicago. And it, like, it, it made us kind of wary, like... It, these are the Calder Cup champions, and the team looks totally different this year.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's a great point, Bailey, because Josh Levo moves on, and goes to St. Louis, Andrew Potteralski in Seattle, and it's like, you know, oh my goodness. But then it's like, now wait a second. When you look at all the pieces who they have coming up to fill these spots, you just can't give Don Waddell and the hockey op staff enough credit because it's right. like, you know, yeah. you and I are thinking about step one, step two, and they're already on step ten. So
2: yeah, yeah, right. It's, it's basically playing four D chess while the rest of us are trying to figure out checkers <laughs> for sure. Exactly. So, like I said, so a lot of new faces also are with the Hurricanes just outside of PTOS and stuff like that. You got Brent Burns, you got, like I said, Coglin, you got Andre Kasha. Like with all the new guys that are kind of now with the Hurricanes, like how are they looking? Like, do you think they're kind of like fitting in well with the team already early on, or like? What about those guys are kind of standing out to you? Like even like Paul Stastny, which was like out of like left field, <laughs> out of the blue, out of the blue. No one had that on the bingo card of like, oh, the well, Hurricanes are going to go get this guy. Like, how how are those new guys kind of looking to you so you know, far after one after day one?
4: Well, what was really an eye opener to me was that um, for media policies this year they opened up the locker room, whereas mm-hmm. in years past, right. you know, it would just be like, okay, we're going to talk to rod Slaven and terra and today they would bring them to a podium down the hall in the yeah. media room and that's right. it that's who you got to talk to right today, we got to walk in the room and it was really interesting to see the whole environment mm-hmm. um everybody was in a fantastic mood which was you know it's funny some guys uh, i don't want to misquote what rod said today but it was something like you know we're all excited, but it's the first day of training camp after all. Like, we're all going right. to play hockey. Like, yeah. going through these grinding, like, hour plus practices sometimes isn't the most glamorous thing in the world. Right. But in the room, Everybody was in a great mood. Everybody seemed to be getting along. You know, you had guys mingling. They were all, you know, cracking jokes and stuff like, oh, the media's back and stuff like that. But, yeah, you know, right, of <laughs> course. Like, oh, these guys are back. <laughs> yeah, the sense of camaraderie in there was really strong. And I know a lot of guys, like, we all know this isn't their first time skating together. A lot of them have been here for close to a month already skating together informally. So right, yeah, I think it speaks volumes about an organization when you have guys that do that. Especially mm-hmm. like I got to talk to Lane Peterson today. Um, he is somebody who, and he said himself, he's on the bubble. He's competing for a roster spot. And he got here over a month ago. You know, just trying to familiarize himself with the team, with the guys. When you have guys that want to be here that early, I think that's huge. And I think that's a lot I think
3: it shows a lot, too. And I know just with my experience, maybe not with hockey, but just in sports in general, just going that extra mile, too, can say a lot about your passion for the game. And I know sometimes talent can't outweigh hard work. And Absolutely. putting in that it, that determination and being there and wanting it like showing that you are there because you want to play NHL hockey.
4: Totally. Yeah. And and then being around people who you want to be around too. Like they're not obligated to show up until I guess yesterday. But right. you know, they hear great things about the informal skates that you know, guys like Jordan Stahl and Jacob Slavin lead. And so they want to get here. They want to be a part of that. And again, yeah. culture, uh, culture within the locker room is, it's a special thing here.
2: Oh, for sure. And especially Brent Burns too, coming in and just absolutely killing it in the gym already. Sure, I, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I heard, like, I heard he drove up in the RV from Texas. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, he's just, he's just going to come and bring that whole like group with him as well. And it's just like, you seeing him,
1: My name is Joanne. This is my father.
0: I know what's happening with my body. I won't be able to take care of myself.
1: When the time comes to get more support for your parents, CARE can help you find qualified caregivers nearby. What would help me is if there could be somebody there that could check in on you.
0: I realize I have to do it.
1: The best decisions are made with CARE. Find help for your mom or dad at CARE.com.
2: In Carolina, you're kind of like, okay, this is going to be fun because you're bringing Brent Burns' personality to Carolina Mm -hmm. and obviously he's going to fit in really well here. Like even today – I need in. a
3: bench press competition with him and Rod.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, heard, I, I know Brent's kind of like, I'm not, I'm not going to go do that. Cause he, know, he knows he's probably going to get worked. From Somebody Rod.
4: asked Rod today if they'd worked out together yet. And Rod kind of, he laughed, but he said he couldn't, couldn't compete with him anymore. So. Um, uh, I don't know about that. It's, I mean, I know.
2: it's Rod. It's Rod. Let, let's be a little, I think he's trying to be a little humble, but come on. I,
4: like, agree. I agree. I agree. But... You should hear everybody raving about Brent Burns and his work ethic. Um, Director of strength and conditioning Bill burnison I mean, man, oh, yeah. he's been working with him for you know like six weeks to two months now, and he's an absolute monster. So yeah, yeah, and, and I know
3: that's something a lot of people were kind of concerned about too—is his age. And coming into the uh, it, like this kind of almost young core, and just kind of seeing him put in this work and seeing what he's capable of, too, it makes you kind of want to throw that out the window. And it's like, exactly. this dude, I,
2: it, I, I think it's 777 points. And Mike, Mike, <laughs> want to have a word about his age?
4: It's like, yeah, no, he just no. he is proving that the phrase at age is just a number, you know, everybody's age, like, age oh, my goodness, he's 37. He hasn't missed a game in what the last six years? Like, who yes. cares? Something like that. Yeah, he, he's he's aging like fine wine. It's yeah.
2: three more years of Brent Burns like quarterback and PP one. Not going to be upset about that. Sign me like, up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which was funny because because I know Chip Alexander tweeted out like there was a there was a unit with Burns, Kasha, Aho, Tara Vinen, and Jarvis. Like, what like what was that like? Just seeing like that group kind of together like. Does it kind of, like, I'm all for that because that sounds like
4: a fantastic power play unit together. Yeah. Maybe if it, it comes to fruition. I will say it was brief. It was brief right. today. And I think it was just kind of, you know, again, you know, some of it will be trial and error at the right, start. Of course. Um, we'll see a couple different looks. But Kasha, is, Kasha, to me, was the name that stood out there. But it's also not incredibly surprising. He's a very gifted player on the offensive side of things. Oh, uh, he is. Thing is that he just needs to stay healthy. And so. Um, for him, and then the second unit today had Coglin as well. So a couple new pieces to the potential power play units. Again, they'll change tomorrow, but right, of course, um, some things that we could see, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: because I know coughlin has got a massive bomb of a one timer too. Because I, I know, say, when, yeah. Because I know when Vegas had Chicago as their as their affiliate, like you saw a lot of of him in Chicago, and the way he would, they would always set up to him on the power play, and he would just bomb it from the point because he's got a wicked one timer. That wouldn't be a bad option either, because I know they were talking about Jake Gardner. If he was going to be healthy in, in camp, might be that other guy. But if Coglin finds a way to put himself on the roster day one and if they want to see how he does on the power play unit two, wouldn't be upset about that either. So, I mean, it's it's definitely really exciting. Like It's going to be very interesting. But, like, what – so I know you're going into your year two. Like, what are you kind of looking forward to when it comes to, like, camp and like opening night and stuff like that. Cause I know you went through season one. What are you kind of like expecting or hoping for for a season two with the Hurricanes?
4: Well, I'm curious to see, you know, how these new pieces fit in, right? It's mm-hmm. there's no two ways about it losing Nino Niederider, Vincent Trocheck, and Tony D'Angelo. Like, those were three big pieces of last year's team. Right. Um, but the expectation does not change. Last, mm-hmm. this time last year, the team wanted to win a Stanley Cup. Today, the expectation is to win a Stanley Cup. Right, of course. Whereas, how do the new pieces fit in? Um, for the here and now, who wins the roster battles? I think that's incredibly exciting to me because
0: right.
4: no matter how you you know draw, we know essentially what the top six might be like. Um, do Jordan Stahl and Jesper Foss stay together? If so, who's left wing three?
1: Right. And then
4: how does that fourth line shake out? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Those are the things for the here and now that I'm looking forward to seeing. And um, Last season was pretty darn magical in the sense of 54 wins and 116 points so yeah how do you top that right like that's difficult to top. and yeah. if they don't you know how does it transpire is it in a way of which you know do they get close do they get do they still hit 50 wins do they you know break 100 points which is looked at as a pretty good you know tier to be at so yeah all of those things how they you know you can never replicate exactly how things go but um i'm curious to see how everything shakes out and everything comes together this season
3: there's a big start to top compared to last season too with what 9-11 wins to start the season too so there's it'll be very interesting to kind of see what kind of changes and differs based on that team versus this team that we're looking at today
4: totally and that's a great point to make how special was last season and how much of it had to do with starting the season eight nine and oh like that set the tone on the right foot from day one and so um it's a great point the start of the season absolutely does matter
2: no no definitely for sure so we know there's like we talk about all the key additions and stuff like that of new guys coming in, but like what does it for you, what does it kind of look like for like guys like Ethan Barron, Martin Nietzsche, who kind of had a little bit of a struggle last season. And now they're coming into camp and now you got a lot more potential bodies that could make a case for themselves and kind of shuffle like the forwards and the defensive core. Like what do you, what are you kind of seeing with those guys? Like what, like, what's the mindset for those two possibly, Going into a camp that how it is right now.
4: Well, they're both competitive guys, right? They want to prove that they're better than they were last year, or at least what showed up on paper Mm -hmm. for them last year. Um, You know, it's not these guys. They're very smart individuals. They're not just great hockey players, but it's like you know, oh yeah, situation like Ethan Bear. He knows you know there's some competition there, right? But he also wants to prove that he can belong. Um, and for Martin H, just maybe not so much in terms of worrying about his roster spot. He still figures to be probably a top six, minimum top nine winger. Right. And, um, you know, there was the question at his exit interviews of which he brought up, he wanted to play a little bit of center. Does that mm-hmm. happen? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right that remains to be seen throughout camp, but he just wants to prove that he's better than he was last year. And I don't think there's anybody, any doubt for anybody who watches him play on a regular basis that he can be better than he was last year. Now it's just a matter of putting it together and showcasing that he absolutely will. Um, He's got all the speed, all the skill in the world, but for him, does he go to the front of the net more? Um, Right. Those dirty areas that we know Rod Brindamore loves to see goals scored from. Yeah. So,
3: And something we say on the podcast a lot too is it like I from watching the Canes, as long as we both have, especially recently, the Canes are really good at getting those greasy goals. Like there is a lot of skill on the team, but we'll seldomly see highlight real goals. Um, And like when you talk about like skill and getting it to the back of the net, no matter how it gets back there, a lot of that skill I see come from Martin Martin Hs and it, how how do you kind of switch that mindset in, you know, using that skill to go for those greasy goals to actually, you know, be the player that he can be and get those goals and produce the way that we know how or I we know he knows a, how?
4: A wanting and a willingness from him. Um, and I think maybe that uh, also in an exit interview, he and Rod both talked about trusting each other a little bit more, and maybe that there's stuff that they had to learn about each other yet. So, is it something that the coaching staff is able to unlock out of them? Um, only time will tell, right? Like it's easy for us to say, like, oh, if Martin H just went to the front of the net more, he'd get right. More.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's and like
4: had been done, you know? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, it, the way that he his skill set allows him to play the game, we know where he's dynamic and you know, where we think he could add more to his game, but ultimately at the end of the day, that's for the coaching staff and for the player himself to figure out. So again, something to, to keep an eye on here as we progress, that you can start to see those things. You know, if Martin H is scoring banks home a rebound at the top of the crease in preseason, that's great and all, but can he do it over an elongated period of time? Mm-hmm. So, uh, all I can say is it's something to absolutely keep an eye on. Um, as we progress throughout the course of the season.
2: Oh, no, yeah. definitely for sure. So going back to the prospect term real quick, like I know they had the 5K on that Sunday. Everyone got pancakes, did that, did all that, and got to see the team I playing. didn't get
1: pancakes. And, <laughs> you, you did all. <laughs> all
2: right, well, we, we, need, we need to talk to someone from the Hurricanes. That's <laughs> somebody no, get on right. that. Come on. Somebody, right here. I just see snow. no maple syrup. <laughs> Someone, Sorry, get his, someone get well his pancakes because it is a travesty. Oh, my I, God. <laughs> all right, well, we got, we got our first controversy of the season. Walt did not yes. get his pancakes. Yes, so, like, <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> we, we will not let this best. rest. Man. <laughs> but, like, I mean, well, like, but what was that experience like? Because I know that this was the first like sold-out 5K in a long time for the Hurricanes. and just get to see everyone that's been there and stuff like that. People got to go to the I. Got to check all the new 25th anniversary gear. Like the Rollywood shirts are really nice and all the <laughs> vintage stuff as well like, what was that experience like for you going to, you know, going to see the 5K, seeing the guys, you know, on the stage beforehand and going to busy watch, the, too, yeah. watching that too. And like, were you also able to talk to, um, you know, the TV side of things as well? Because I know you're kind of busy with all the writing stuff, but were you able to meet with, up, you know, with like Mike and Shane and Tripp and, and Hannah Yates, our new uh, pregame, in-game person as well? Like, were you able to talk to them at all too? Or like, what was that day like, like for you?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, I want to give major, major props to everybody in the hurricanes, both community and marketing departments, because that's a big event. Um, That's a huge event. And um, I just found out from Lindsay Robertson, who does a great job of running the CR department that through the 5k, the community is going to, or the foundation is going to be able to give $50,000 back to the community. So that's fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, So kudos to them. And I mean, You know, we think it's early for the people who have to get up and, you know, just be there at what time, 830 a.m. It's, you know, the people like her and her team who you don't see getting up at, you know, 3 a.m. to make sure that stuff is set up before the people show up. Um, So they all did a really fantastic job with that. And, yeah, a great success. It was nice to have the guys coming. I think that's something that shouldn't be overlooked either, having as many guys come out as they did on what, you know, again – the official start of training camp was yesterday with physicals headshots that sort of stuff right so you're not obligated to show up to the 5k but they did and a lot of them did so i think that's right. volumes about the organization and the culture as well so you have to give them a ton of credit um
1: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
4: And to answer the second part of the question, yes, uh, you know today and in days past, like Mike Maniscalco is always around the office, right? I connect with him pretty frequently for you know getting Canes cast up on the website and things like that, right. Uh, Trip and Hannah were both at today's practice. And I know Hannah's got a lot going on. I don't <laughs> want to be one of those people who just, you know, overwhelms her at sea. Yeah, yeah right, for like, sure. to a new city and then you have to meet 3,000 people in three days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, for sure. You never sure. want to be a person who's like, oh, what's your name again? So, um, <laughs> yeah,
2: no, totally you know, for sure. Letting
4: her ease into the role, I think she's going to be fantastic. I know we're all really excited to see, um, you know, a lot of great ballet broadcasts again this year. And, oh, 100%. Uh, You know, it's, it should be a really fun year.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I I I actually just finished listening to the latest Canes cast this morning, actually. And obviously fantastic job as always by just everyone doing that. I'm curious to see if Yahtzee is going to catch on for uh, (laughs) Hannah (laughs) Yates' nickname because that's, that's just a fantastic, it's like, I like how Shane's like reaction is like, oh, there it is.
4: That's (laughs) And you know, you know, right? For
2: sure. I'm curious though, do you have a nickname that they've been using on you as well? Or are they still trying to figure that out? Because I'm, I'm curious because we've got Shane's got one. We know we got big rig. we got Yahtzee probably. Does Walt Ruff got a nickname that not really been out there yet? Or is that still a work in progress? You know,
4: if I do, it's one that is probably being said behind my back. So at least <laughs> oh, right else, I don't think I have one right now. The good news is that Walt is pretty, Walt and Ruff are obviously pretty short. So I think I, I get those and. And that's it. But yeah, to my knowledge, I don't have one, but I can't tell you definitively that I don't.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right, for sure. So I have to ask you. So I know we talked about like different food places in in Raleigh and stuff like that. Has there any, have you any more updates on potential like better barbecue places you've been to or just food in general that you've kind of been able to take time off now with the off season? The off season you had, I know it was busy, but also not so busy. Like any updates on the food situation for you? in the in the Raleigh area
4: you know, I, I forget what I told you I liked last time so that's what I'm trying to rack my brain <laughs> on yeah I, um, I, need
2: to, I need to go back and be like what the Walt say about I
4: <laughs> well I, I will tell you my favorite spot that I found in the triangle um, it's in Durham and it's called okay. Farmside Kitchen it oh. is like it's like Chipotle but for salads like, go down Ooh. the line and it's like, you know, you can pick your spinach, arugula, romaine, spring mix, and then right. you pick your protein, you pick like carrots, right. tomato. So I love that sort of stuff. Um I gotcha. if I had to give you that's that's my number one right now. Um I took a friend actually this was since we've talked last. Um I took a friend to the pit in downtown. Um of he course, enjoyed nice. that. So, you know there you go. I, there's your Again, I can't give you too much insight on the barbecue stuff, right? But. Of
2: course, yeah. Have you have you tried Have you tried raising canes? Because I know that's a big thing for a lot of people, like raising canes and cookout. Have you tried those at least? Or Are you still I kind have, of like not there yet?
4: I had canes in Texas, okay. And I had what was the other one? Cookout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had cookout when I was with Norfolk the ECHL. So oh, okay, I both of those. Okay. All. Okay, um, yeah. I've had bows, obviously. Of course, I mean. Um, I haven't had Biscuitville yet. I don't know anything about Biscuitville. Is it good? Is it worth it? it
3: I've only been once, but from what I've kind of had the experience, it's all right. It's, it's not right. anything to, like, super rave about.
4: Yeah, no,
2: I mean, it's, it's all right. I mean, it is what it is. I mean. Mostly, mostly it's bojangles. Of course, it's probably right. one of the things. And of course, you know a lot of people like the raising canes and stuff like that, and cook out a whole bunch of different ones. But I will
3: say, my boyfriend, he's an abs fan, and I'm just like I'm proud that he loves something that has the word canes in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. that's like my big claim to fame with him. So.
0: <laughs> that
4: <word>. Yeah. That's <laughs> Whatever works, right? Him. You know. a char grill. Oh yay! Oh yeah. yeah yeah. I don't know anything about that.
3: So they. I grew up in the Clayton area, uh, first 18 years of my life. And they had one off old highway 42, uh, kind of by the food line over there. Um, and I've had it a few times. It's almost, it almost kind of gives me five guys vibes, almost, but
2: just not the price, just not the price. It's <laughs> not the price. Yeah. So if their, you're shakes,
3: looking, if... their shakes are fantastic. I okay. will say. Yeah. yeah.
2: If, you if, you're, if you're looking for, you're looking, if you're looking for a five by five guys esque type of food, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg for it. That's probably the, probably the place you want
3: to go. probably i will keep that going
2: definitely so um i know we got the season coming up in a a few weeks you know opening night and stuff like that i know you're pretty excited to get back in the swing of things like are you what are you looking forward to most with opening night you know the steam series coming up later in the year you know the road trips like what's like what are you looking forward to this season venue wise events wise and all that stuff going into season
4: two for you man there's a lot there there's a mm-hmm. lot i know
2: i did I gives you a lot of questions in because we have been talking for a long time so i'm trying to like stack questions i hate doing that to me, but it's like i need to know i need i need a little the walt ruff like mindset going into season two
4: <laughs> so here's what i'm i'm really excited about opening night because again last year i got here like two weeks before and i, I had so much going on in my life like i still didn't as of opening night last year, I still didn't even have furniture in my apartment. Oh so, my like, gosh. just little things like that. You know, opening night last year was great; it was super special. But my mind was in a million different places.
1: Yeah. Oh, for now,
4: sure. fortunately, I've gotten all that settled. So, opening night's going to be awesome. What I really want to do this year is, I was amazed. You know, I'd heard about the tailgates and stuff, but I didn't really know about the tailgates. Yes, so sir. Yes, sir. I yes, think i getting early that day and just walk around. Yeah, as as I,
2: I, I'm, I, I might run into you there because I'm actually gonna, I'm taking the day off from work and I'm going to be there for the tailgating as well so hopefully I might run into you and be like hey be yeah, he
3: prepared guess. to be offered a lot of free food because yeah, basically, it, like, all the smokers eat. and grills and people like it, they li- really turn it into I a, can do like
1: that yeah, so, I accept so, that
2: free food yes yeah, so, yeah so basically don't worry about eating a big lunch eat light make like yeah. a light salad if you want to do that and don't worry about the press food because okay. you're going be to be taking well care of at the tailgate. Because if they see you walking around, it's like, well, food? Sure. There, there you go.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped for that. I'm really, really pumped for opening night. I think that's going to be great. And then the next morning, we get on the plane right away. Uh, when we go oh, for, yeah. I think it's 13 days.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's, that, it's that circus road trip or whatever. Was it the circus or something coming into town? I know it's like taking up a huge chunk of time
4: i don't know i just know about the fair maybe that's what oh yeah. that's
2: what it is yeah, sorry about the circus yeah the fair i forgot yeah, yeah, the carolina yeah. state fair i'm uh, in south carolina i I forget when the
4: carolina fair is usually no, i miss that, the north that, carolina that state sense.
3: fair so much they don't do good state fairs out here so
4: i, I, yeah, I <laughs> probably should go to that too i don't know the dates yet but i should walk over and see the fair too i didn't have time to last year right. oh it's right. so
3: it's so cool um I, I will say, like, I mean, you know, being in the South, fried foods are like a huge thing. So they do a lot of that at the fair. But uh, my personal favorite part, what is it? Dorton Arena um, over there, where they do a lot of the kind of animal related things and uh, stuff like that. That was always like one of my favorite parts as a kid. Okay.
4: So I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Oh, for sure. Um, but then, yeah, I'm excited. I, there were a couple trips or a couple spots, I should say, excuse me, like, On this upcoming road trip, like I saw San Jose last year. I saw Seattle last year, but um, first time to Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. So that'll be really cool. There you go. Um, Definitely excited for that. And then I think, yeah, Stadium Series. I mean, how could you not say it? I'm definitely Mm -hmm. excited for once people learn about all the festivities that are going to go into it. I think that's going to be special. Um, You know, because it's things like that. You have to look at them as it's really just more than just a game, right? It's like this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Whether, oh, you for it, sure. it, whether you're whether you going just to watch, whether you're playing in it. Um, so I think that's going to be really cool. And then, of course, not to jinx anything, but the playoffs, right? Like the playoffs were crazy mm-hmm. last year. And everybody had yeah. told me, like, wait till the playoffs, wait till the playoffs. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
3: It's a different beast. Exactly. Yeah,
2: especially, really especially game sevens in Game 7s. <laughs> oh, man, you are talking about Loud? Yeah, there you go.
4: <laughs> so, those were awesome. And I mean, I'm sure there's a couple other things escaping the top of my head, but you know, exactly when you've got five or six different things to talk about before you even get going that you're excited about, you know it's going to be a really special year.
2: Oh, Absolutely. 100%. I know, I know for Vancouver, I think they have uh, steam powered like uh, clocks out there, like on the main, main walk area. So, interesting. Yeah, Yeah. I think there's I think some of them are steam power, so you might have to check those out. From what I've heard, they have them there. I just haven't I've never been there. It's one of the areas I want to go check out. Yeah, everybody's
4: been to Vancouver raves about it. So I'm excited to see
2: it. Yeah, because remember I know remember I remember Hannah was talking about she was excited to go see Master Square Garden for the first time. So I know a lot of people are looking a lot of different barns and a lot of different Mm -hmm. places to check out. And I I was also listening to the podcast and I know Shane was trying to figure out his suit game. For the season, I have to ask you, Mister Walt Ruff, how is how is the suit game been, uh, been going for you this offseason? Have you updated anything yet? Are you still kind of working on it because I know home ice advantage. really loves the suit game that you brought <laughs> last year and the uh, the whalers jacket because we did have Colin on the podcast and he brought that up. So I want to ask you, how's that going for you? you got any uh, got any cool stuff coming coming down the pipe for uh,
4: the wardrobe this season? I will say. Nothing crazy at the moment. I have aspirations. Oh cool. to, add, okay. to add something, but it hasn't happened yet. So it might okay. might be like one of those, you know, mid season or like leading up to the trade deadline acquisitions, if you will. Ah, uh, um, interesting. But we'll see. So we'll we'll always I don't know how many people picked up on it last year, but I have shoes that I wear every opening night that I've worn dating back to my time in the American league. So I'll probably take those out for opening night again this year. They make my ankles bleed like crazy, but I'm, I'll probably. Tradition is tradition. Exactly. All right. Well
2: then I definitely, I definitely need to run into you then for uh, the tailgate for opening night. Then just to check out these fine looking shoes that you're kind of like (laughs) teasing me right now. So we might have to work something
4: out, but I'm going to have to figure out how to make them comfortable enough to wear around the
2: parking lot yeah no yeah definitely for sure We're gonna be doing a lot of walking especially checking all the tailgates and stuff like that for sure but well this was so much fun i know you gotta get going you got a lot of stuff to do because i know you we went through two different groups of camp today you know got a lot more camp company and stuff like that in the regular season but this was a lot of fun we, we really appreciate you all just being yeah. able to come on and talk to us again for part two well me Hopefully... for the
3: first time
4: but... <laughs> well, yeah definitely was great yeah, yeah, thank you all so much. I appreciate it, Zach. Always a pleasure. Bailey, nice to oh. finally do this with you. And uh, yeah, keep up the good work, guys. Looking forward to uh, to listening to some more shows in the future.
2: Oh, Absolutely. of course, definitely. We definitely got to figure out a part three at some point this season, too. You Absolutely. Know, just try to get Walt on as much as we can, because <laughs> why not? But before I actually let you go, though, where can people yeah. find you on social media? And of course, read all your amazing work, the mailbags, all that great stuff. Like, where can people find that? And also you on the socials.
4: First, first place I always tell everybody goes go is hurricanes.com. Um, you know, everything
0: you...
4: Hopefully, Aspire to find out about the team is there. If not, that's a problem on me. So, if you go to the website and you can't find something, let me know.
0: Um, you do on,
2: phenomenal, sir. Don't worry. You do a great <laughs> job. Don't have to worry about that.
4: On social, uh just at Walt Ruff. And, you know, Twitter is my main platform there. Again, trying to keep everybody as informed as possible without annoying everybody and blowing everyone up. We love
3: your content, so
4: don't
2: worry about that. We need more content, Walt. You're not blowing us (laughs) up. We need more more content. Anything hurricanes, we're okay with. Zach,
3: don't overwhelm the man.
1: (laughs) I just think Walt Walt does such such a great
4: job. (laughs) Thank you much. I appreciate it. No, of yeah. course. No, and if, it, like,
3: it, like you said, you're traveling with the team. You find yourself in Colorado. in November would love to meet up with you in person.
4: Oh, yeah. I, I know. I'm curious to see. I don't have my full travel schedule for the year yet, so I'm as eager as you are to see that one. Uh, Colorado was great last year, though. I think Ball arena is gorgeous.
3: It's, oh, yeah, it is, It's amazing. So yeah. definitely let me know if you find yourself there. But again, thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting you. And I will. have a great rest of your day.
4: Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Walt.
2: Bye. All right. Well, that was Walt Ruff. <laughs> <That> <laughs> oh, my was... God. <sighs> so, Bailey, how are you feeling?
3: I, I I feel like I calmed down a little bit. So kind of got into an element. I, I feel bad for, like, bombarding him with questions. But that was <laughs> such a great interview. Loved getting, like, a first-person, like, a bird's-eye view of kind of everything going on and something, yeah. like, inside scoops. It's so cool. He's such a
2: cool guy yeah walter great guy yeah you almost got you almost got him to reveal something but you know ah, like, but, wish for, it <laughs> but for the fact that like he turns the camera around to show us the actual like his shot mm-hmm. of the arena which i mean we all seen from the photos but i mean just a phenomenal job like just yeah. to, to see that shot and talk to him again it was a lot of fun it's definitely mm-hmm. it's good to have walt on again you know different perspective, see what he's thinking and stuff like that and like trying to bombard them too many with questions but it's like you don't get the chance to talk to you know someone that close to the team Mm -hmm. that much but no that was definitely a lot of fun but yeah so before we get more into the episode we're actually going to take a quick break right now to talk about our amazing sponsors but once we come back we'll do more of the podcast and even get to our forgotten canes segment of the show we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the reference of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to PrimoXHockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, Stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say, if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area, with the fact that they're also amazing Caniacs as well. So if you go to primalxhockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off, off your order. And it helps and it lets them know that we sent you there and it help us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at primalxhockey.com. Use SEARCHCAST for 20% off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at primalxhockey. That's on Twitter and on Instagram.
3: Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate. uh, Amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, If you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, You can use code uh, SURGECAST for 10% off of your order. Um, Amazing sponsor of of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, ten percent off code Surgecast. Go check them out. Uh, next up, we have our wonderful sponsors at In the Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there. If you are fellow Hurricanes fans you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, And we also have merch on there as well. Uh, If you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall, winter season, or just a T-shirt to come and rep the amazing Surge cast, uh, go check them out. You can use code SURGE at checkout for 10% off there as well.
2: And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of Belly Up as a whole, and that is Canada Dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to re, you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days that in general, I would definitely say check out Canada Dips. They're a great CBD company. Um, out of California, the good thing is it's hemp only, no THC, so you can just, Take them whenever you can. They're come in little pouches, about 10 milligrams, 150 milligrams per can. So you get about 15 pouches of those. They're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains and the, like all the you know playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know a lot of people around Billy up sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone. Uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life, a lot of great flavors. We got the palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. They got mango. They got watermelon and pina colada, and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the you know, the normal classics like winter green and stuff like that. So definitely to go check them out. If you go to canadipcbd.com and then slash belly up twenty, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipcbd.com then at checkout use belly up 20 and you'll get 20% off your order. And it actually helps out the global brand of belly up sports. If you go use that discount code of belly up 20, I couldn't recommend these guys enough. They're great. They're amazing. So definitely check out candidates at candidates, or just normal candidates.com. If you're looking for more of something else past, just the normal hemp CBD type stuff, but definitely have to go check them out. So that way you can help us, the podcast and also belly up as a whole. So, without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we are back. I'm I'm still riding high from that from yeah. the interview. I don't know, it's yeah. it's 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 a lot of fun like I said talking to wall and then just getting, you know, an understanding of like how everything's going on with them and stuff like that mm-hmm. and travel traveling in the media and stuff like that. It's cool that the fact that the media is actually back in the locker rooms, so we're going to get more Yeah than just one or two guys. We're actually getting a plethora of different players and perspectives, but, like, just Brent Burns being here for a couple months and just mm-hmm. amazing everyone and then just talking to all these different people. And even then, like, with Hannah Yates, like, that's so cool, that the fact that we're going to get, you know, get to see her go through her first season with the Hurricanes. Like I yeah. said, if, if anyone has not listed the latest Kane's cast, please do so. It is phenomenal. Her sense of humor and the fact that, like, She's going to fit in really well with this team because even Mike and Shane both said it. Mm-hmm. She's going to fit in phenomenally with this team, and I'm just so excited to have everyone back. We oh got, yeah, We've got trip back. You know, mm-hmm. we got Mike, Shane, and her. Yeah, Valley, I'm, I'm excited for the Valley Sports stuff. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, it's going be so to be so cool.
3: That. Yeah, I, I I personally cannot wait, and it's something too. I mean, with Walt just being on, like this is his second season. He's got pretty much a hang of things now and so it's really exciting for him and i meant to kind of mention this to him too but it like it'll be really cool to not be bombarded with all the craziness going into the season actually being able to enjoy it the way that it's supposed to be enjoyed as as somebody in his role um and i almost feel kind of bad for hannah gates because i hope she's not experiencing or she kind of learn or is able to kind of have a more smooth transition because you know chaos is oh yeah
2: i i know from, i know from the i know from that episode she said she was like you know very welcomed by a lot of people which still, is yeah still getting used to all the trees in the triangle. <laughs> there's a lot of trees in the triangle. i had yeah. the
3: same kind of culture shock moving out here though so i totally get it. like living somewhere that had a lot of trees and then moving somewhere that does not until yeah. you go like closer towards the mountains, it, it is, it, it's absolutely a culture shock. So yeah, I get it. It's definitely
2: it's, different. Yeah. Yeah. For me, yeah. It's, I've been in like, you know, the triangle and then California and Florida and all a bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You get a lot of different perspectives how like how cities are like in areas are made and built mm-hmm. and just figured out and stuff. But some of the triangle with all those trees, it's just, mm-hmm. it's so great. But no, it was, yeah. It was great. I'm like I said, big, Big wish list people. We still need to get on. We still need to get Mike Mascalko, Shane Willis, you know, Trip. We right. gotta get Handy Yates on. That would be my phenomenal. big
3: like top of the like tier bucket list item. Which I noticed Jared Ellis, who we had on the podcast, uh, had this at the top of his list too. Is John Forsland.
2: John Forslund would be absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I. We'll be curious to see how that would play out and see how we can get him on the on the podcast. I know See, I've tried
3: like finding emails or seeing it. Like, I don't I don't even know who I would even begin to reach out.
2: <clears throat> you would probably to have and... to you would probably have <laughs> to contact Seattle and be like, Hey, yeah. Stone. I know he's with you guys right now, but uh Yeah. That
1: but if, it, if I was it, if
2: that way we were to figure out Chuck Caton too, that'd be yeah. another, That'd be another huge one to get Chuck Caton on the course, even some players, that would be <laughs> phenomenal too. But I mean yep. Overall, like this was it was fun talking to Walt, and of course we you know talked to Mitchell a few weeks back, so it's definitely we're starting to check them off. Yeah, season two is on on a good start, but so I know we were talking about camp with Walt a little bit. It's like what were your like when you saw the train camp rosters and getting kind of all the news, you know, from your perspective. Like what kind of stood out to you from the rosters and just the how we're kind of looking into the actual like day one of camp.
3: Yeah, so. I don't. I feel like Walt really put it best, and a lot of people were kind of talking about it on Twitter too uh, throughout the day today. Is this is definitely it is the first day of training camp, so yeah. a lot of what we're seeing is just guys even guys who have been here for a while just kind of relearning the ropes cuz yeah. like we were kind of talking about this is not the same team that we saw last season so there's a lot of kind of chemistry and kinks to work out as far as how lines may or may not be structured what's going to happen with that 567d spot um cuz it like we or a stacked team right now, and to be able oh, to sit have that struggle, what well, we mm-hmm. like, well, put it best that's a good problem to have,
2: yeah. Like, I'd rather have <laughs> a problem we're having now instead of like, was it 12, three four
3: yeah, beginning
2: 13, 14, 15, where it's like, all right, who do we have for this roster, and You're even like.
3: It, like even beginning, it, like before free agency, we were super worried about who was going to be Slavin's offensive D man partner. Yeah. And it, like, we were super, it, like, I don't know.
2: I know Ethan bear was kind of brought up for that. And I wouldn't have been upset about that because they did kind of work together and that would have yeah. been an okay top line.
3: That was something I wanted to see so bad was a Slavo bear. Yeah. Uh, pairing, but I don't know. Like that's something that a lot of people were worried about. Is we had we were missing that? What was it? Right-handed defenseman mm-hmm. or left? Yep. I forget. Was it right hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: right hand D. Yeah, because you have- like we had
3: two or three <laughs> two right-handed defensemen. Like we were severely lacking. And yeah. to be able to look at the roster now and be like, we have way too many is like
2: yeah.
3: insane. It's to definitely me.
2: a good problem to have. It's I definitely I think the defense is going to be a big thing to watch Mm -hmm. especially with a third d pair and your seventh d man anything even your fourth line yeah it's gonna be interesting i like how walt said like martin needs just wants to play a little bit of center he like he could be slated for a top nine i'm curious for the top nine spot how that's going to work out Mm -hmm. and then what do you do with andre kasha yeah kasha is definitely a third line guy could you see him play on the fourth line yes but, but Again,
3: Rod changes around lines so much that it yeah, can be definitely. like maybe he sees some top nine time, maybe it's not consistent though, like it would be yeah, like uh, our it's, top it's, three or it's
2: top. It's never really five. yeah, it's never yeah, it's never really the same game in a game out. It's just if there's one line that's on like the third line when we had Nino Stahl and Fost, they kind of just stayed together because they were on fire for most of the season after mm-hmm. when we got that figured out. So
1: yeah.
3: And I know a few people I've kind of talked to too. Um, and this is a conversation Grant and I have all the time. Is though like I I personally really like the versatility that Rod works with with our team. I really like that people are and players are so interchangeable in and out of lines. And there's not like one line besides last year with Jordo, uh, Nino, and Fost. Yeah. You could say this is our we know what we're getting out of this line every single time we put them out on the ice because. Sometimes Ajo Svetch and Turbo work sometimes better. Sometimes that's the better line. Sometimes the Ajo Jarvis Turbo line is better. Like, it's yeah. like I love that we can play around with that versatility, but I've talked with a lot of people who have said that versatility may be the one hurdle that we have too, which was kind of an interesting point to have. Like, that consistency may be that piece that we're missing to get over the hump that we're trying to, to get go for the Stanley Cup.
2: Yeah, like I, it's good to have versatility, but it's also the bad at the same time you said, because you don't want to have too much of it to where it's like you're kind of hindering possible fire lines. Like making
3: changes in the middle of games just because you know something's not working. Like you want to know what you're getting out of each and every line every single time.
2: Exactly. You kind of want to have a line. You kind of want to keep lines more so consistent for the most part. So that way you're kind of doing something proper with those type of things. So it's definitely going to be. Something to watch for mm-hmm. sure. But so I know the prospect camp, well, not prospect, the prospect tournament, I know you and me caught a lot of highlights. I think I caught maybe one full game mm-hmm. of that entire thing. Like what stood out for me from the prospect term? Like, was there certain players? I know there were some plays that stood <laughs> out, but like for you, like from what you saw, just from either watching the games or catching some highlights or just reading up on it, like what kind of caught your attention from um, the prospect tournament?
3: Um, Patomarev was, I think one yeah. of the bigger ones for me, um, yeah. personally, just, it, I just, I don't know. I, this might be just because I didn't get a chance to watch it as much as I would have liked to just with all the busyness in life lately. Yeah. But I, we have a talented group behind our guys in the NHL. We have oh, it, like our prospect, farm system i i hate calling it a farm system but like our the prospects that we have in our system yeah. are insanely talented and i think a lot of people like there there's a lot of talent that i think people would really enjoy watching and that's oh, yeah, why i wish sure. like ahl games and uh ohl and stuff like that were more easily accessible to people because it's really, really cool to be able to see those prospects grow in their game as well as the game in general and be able to grow as a player and to be able to see what the future of the franchise looks like.
2: Yeah. Cause I know, like, I mean, we do have TV, and the CHL does have like their own like TV stuff that we could buy for streaming, but it's the quality. I've heard so many bad things about it though. The, The AHL one is pretty bad. I don't know about the CHL ones. Um, I've heard they're kind of okay too, but be able to watch them would be a lot more fun. Like like Alexander Passion, that was a fantastic lacrosse mm-hmm. goal. That was insane. Bobby Orr put himself out there a lot too. His yeah, I like heard difficulty. a lot about
3: him too. Yeah,
2: you're hearing hearing us right. It, there is a Bobby Orr. It's just not yes. the older Bobby. <laughs> it's the newer Bobby Orr. But no, he did really well too. I didn't even see Jameson Reese. Like he was brought up a lot during the broadcast. Like he like stood up. Like you see why he was the 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 captain. Of the prospect tournament because mm-hmm. just of all the stuff that he did. Yes. was fantastic. And just like you saw a lot of stuff that played really well. Like I said, Panamarov. How about um Hamerla? Just absolutely yeah. on his, like I felt bad for the last two goals because it was just a lot of like a lot of rebounds and a lot of like just bad clearings by the defense. But I think how Hammerla played in game three was just absolutely phenomenal. Like I thought he did a great job. Dude's no, gonna be a unit. Two. Yeah, sorry, it was game two because game three was Monday. But game yeah. two after the 5K, he did a phenomenal job. I thought he mm-hmm. played out of his mind. Yeah, um, for that. I mean, even Blake Murray two tucks, mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Even like the the like the full on the full on wrister to win in an OT, just a phenomenal mm-hmm. shot by him. Oh, I think he kind of stood out too for the I will
3: part. say what was kind of interesting to me, just kind of looking at the teams to kind of getting away from prospect camp a little bit and how that mm-hmm. ties into training camp. The fact that kochetkov is on C two. Whereas is on C one.
2: Yeah, I I am gonna say they're probably gonna interchange those guys out a lot too, but I think they're kind of I think they want to have Kachechov kind of getting used to his teammates for the most part yeah, we know he's gonna be in Chicago, so I guess they don't really wanna do a lot of game one, like group one ice time. I think these were just trying to balance out the goalies
1: because
2: mm-hmm. you know, for three and three and stuff like that. I think because the fact that how much they saw in Hammerla, I think they kind of were like, okay. Yeah, here's the potential number two, if if he does play in Chicago with uh, Kachekov, if not, you know, he might go back to, you know, the CHL. But mm-hmm. I think Harry I will Lodge say out of his mind, I think it's kind of interesting how you brought that up, too. It's like it's interesting, but I think it's kind of like just given I, I see why,
3: time. like I see why, but I just thought it was interesting. And the interesting yeah. thing is too, just kind of having the training camp roster pulled up too. there's only a 10.000 pound difference between the two but other than that like they are pretty similarly built yeah goalies. and so i'm interested to see and hear more about how similar their playing styles might be and if they are interchangeable how does that kind of play out with the different groups oh yeah um and stuff like that
2: yeah no 100 i think it's definitely gonna make things really interesting just for the goalies mm-hmm. and then like even the forwards like because you see like you see Jack Drury on the on the C one line and you see you know Chatfield and all of the you know the PTO guys like you can kind of see like even Ryan Zingle is part of like C two. So you kind of like you know who the core guys are and you kind of know who your group two is. Like they like there's no Walt surprises. Said, yeah. No, even like what Walt said, Seth Jarvis was part of C two last year and just Came out of nowhere during camp and preseason. And you then, mean you know.
3: predicted breakout player of the season, Seth Jarvis? Yeah,
2: sorry, yeah. <laughs> the, the, guy, the guy who should have been nominated, who should have been a finalist for the Calder, but that's here or there. <laughs> but I mean, could there be someone making a case? Possibly. Yeah. But for me, and like I'm not trying to say it's it's not an absolute because only sis. Mm-hmm. Uh work in absolutes, which is also, also <laughs> an absolute of, of itself. But hey, Star Wars nerd, there's no way I'm not using that so reference.
1: Proud.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. you know, it's an absolute of it itself, and people don't realize that, but it is. Mm-hmm. Um for me, it's gonna be really tough for a C2 guy to break this lineup with mm-hmm. just the PTO guys alone, with Stepan coming back and Calvin yeah. Hanya in a PTO spot. You know, you're looking at no, I saw even Stephen Noahson's part of the first group, mm-hmm. too. And it's like, oh, that's going to be tough for him, too, because you're looking at, you know, you got Kasha, you just brought Stasny in. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of names like Max Petcheret's name was there. Of course, he's not going to be. And I was going to say February. that's going to be
3: interesting how that plays out once he's back
2: that that's definitely going to be a future us problem on another podcast in in about february like all right what are the kids gonna do but (laughs) this is
3: something we kind of talked about or i talked about with uh brad and ray on the storm cellar too is they predicted six months for patch to Mm -hmm. come back from his injury that is fast for an Uh, achilles injury
2: well I was actually talking to my dad about this today because it's different when you're looking at baseball and basketball where you're like using your, you have your, you have to plant your foot so much. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fact you're on skates and you're not having to step as much. You're kind of just like. It's moving. gliding
3: motions. Yeah. It's gliding motions.
2: Really- yeah. So I think it's a little bit different for the fact that for being him being a hockey player, instead mm-hmm. of like these other sports where you have to land on your feet and have that mobility yeah. of stopping and twisting and moving as much. I mean, you still twist a lot. I mean, you still twist a lot, move your feet a lot in hockey, too, but Mm -hmm. it's not.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: That sudden, constant impact every, like... Yeah. But I... I, That might be a difference with hockey players compared to regular...
3: But at the yeah. same time, an Achilles tear is an Achilles tear. No exactly. Yeah. How, I mean, the, happens, is,
2: yeah no. Like, I no. I totally agree with you there. Like that is definitely. So,
3: <laughs> but it's uh, this yeah. is something we kind of mentioned too. Is Pachetti's known to be a fast healer? So, if whether six like six months is a fast average to kind of put on it, but maybe that's just kind of knowing his healing abilities and how he kind of. Yeah, takes care yeah. of it that way. Is it, it? It'll be interesting to see when we actually kind of start talking about that problem.
2: Yeah, it, de- it definitely will be an interesting thing to talk about once we get closer to that too. And like I said, it's it's definitely because you talk about the other sports or it takes at least a year to get back. With hockey, it's like no, it's six months. So it, it could be sooner, it could be later. I guess it all depends. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about with Wall like Jay Gardner not coming back. I know Rod uh, said that like it's just he's had some setbacks. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So that's be another interesting aspect too. Like, what are they gonna do with him when mm-hmm. he's back and available too? So yep. that's definitely a Don Waddell Dell problem that I'm kind of <laughs> glad I don't have to worry about because that's reason be number
3: five thousand one hundred, whatever, why I'm glad
2: I'm not Don Waddell. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> it's it's luckily we just don't get to talk about the hurricanes and just react to them rather mm-hmm. than trying to figure out okay, how are we gonna set this roster up? I have absolutely no idea. We're fans I, who
3: like to have an opinion. Our opinion doesn't necessarily matter in the grand scheme of
2: things. No, everyone has an opinion, and sometimes we all know how that usually works out. So My dad
3: has a saying a lot. Opinions are like a-holes. Everybody has one. So,
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, pretty, common, that's a pretty common misnomer and just phrase of like, yeah, everyone's got one. Does no. it matter? Probably not. No. Well that we get
3: to have them, though. At least, exactly. On a platform I, like this. But.
2: Yeah, but we're less than a week away from training from preseason hockey. We're less than three weeks away from regular season hockey. And the fact that I get to be there for opening night. I'm so jealous. Uh, I know. I'm so, I'm so excited. Like <laughs> You know, have
3: like, to send pictures and take lots of them.
2: Oh, Oh, but you believe me opening night on the 25th anniversary season, it's going to happen. If if I'm mm-hmm. lucky enough, I hope the run to Walt, to Walt, that would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Just be able to do that. I know that there's a tailgating group right now on, our group chats and Twitter that I need to talk a like, all right, how, what are we doing? How are we going to figure this out? Cause be able to go and tailgate that game mm-hmm. is just going to be so much fun. And I'm just me- excited
3: for the tailgating on, uh, for the, stadium what is it? Series? The stadium series. And the fact that it, like we kind of mentioned it in the interview with Walt, they're allowing people on the field Yeah. for this.
2: Yeah. I'm curious to see how much those tickets are going to go for, and like what the activities mm-hmm. are around there as well. But, you know, Telgian is going to open like super early. It's going to be like eight, mm-hmm. nine o'clock. It's a seven p.m. puck drop yep. on Saturday night. Like, bruh, mm-hmm. it's like it, it's going to be absolutely insane. But people are going
3: to be showing up at eight a.m.
2: 100 so oh, percent. People are
3: going to be drunk by noon.
2: See, yeah, see, for me, I'm going to be. I'm. It's going to be a lot of storm brews, but it's going to be like a peri- periodic, like you got to pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get sloppy drunk for the Steams here because I want to remember mm-hmm. that game. So it's right. gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot of just give me some sweet teas and waters for the most part, mm-hmm. maybe a couple sodas, and then we'll just pace ourselves. Maybe throw maybe add in a couple of storm brews, just you know for. Well, I
3: like we've mentioned before. I haven't tried storm brew, so I finally need oh, to try that once I get there. I don't maybe know it, whether I try it on Saturday or Thursday, though, is that question. So. Well,
2: I know in the arena it's five dollars. Which it's for, for a stadium beer, it's worth it. It's, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Plus like the can is kind of dope. Like I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like, like I, I, bought, I get it
3: just for the can alone. Yeah.
2: Oh, like I bought a 12 pack from a food line in, I think it was Cary, and not that expensive. And I kept one of the cans and I kept the box. Yeah, Cause I told you that like how Tara going to like cut the stuff up and like, mm-hmm figure all that stuff out yeah. like try to make coasters or like a little like framed thing for it because the box is really nice and the can's really cool too. So yeah obviously I kept one. How can you not keep a storm brew can for as right. a collector's item because for us we're not in we're not in North Carolina. We just can't get a storm brew. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like yeah you kind of have to keep the can just because it's because it's it's nice. It looks it fantastic. So nice. But I mean for a light beer it's good. I enjoy. It. I know a lot of people are kind of like, "Oh, it's mediocre. Oh, it's a light beer. It's whatever." I'm like, and I'm not
3: a beer person, so I don't have many expectations. So
2: it's a nice crisp light, crisp light lager, as Mike Manskalka likes to say. And if R <laughs> and uh, D Brewing, if you're listening, I know I tweeted at you guys, but if you're listening, um, let's let, let's work something out because you know <laughs> we, we wouldn't be upset if we were, uh, you know, sponsored by you guys. So no, not why know. not? Why not? Please. <laughs> Please, we need some more storm brews in our life. So help this girl try her first storm brew, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So we've talked about a lot about training camp. We did the prospect showcase. You know, we talked to Walt Ruff. Not a lot of other big news really came out for the Hurricanes other than the fact that Tay was day one of training camp and the the Raleighwood shirt Brent Burns was wearing. I mm-hmm. need that in my yes. life. So that thing is.
3: People sent you Etsy links
2: so oh did they oh i haven't yeah. checked my twitter in a while i've
3: <laughs> yeah they replied to that post with etsy links so
2: mm. Mm. yeah those etsy links yeah <laughs> nah,
3: nah. i don't know i but, yeah that was a cool shirt i'd love to have oh, that no, for sure. um,
2: <laughs> carolina pro shop <laughs> <laughs> maybe just go on there or something like that but i know um brian sign from yeah house of jerks gosh i i yeah, really got about
3: that yeah
2: if yeah he hears this and i fumble his podcast he, i'm not gonna hear it because i'm actually sitting with him at the stadium series so i really don't want to mess that up because he's gonna chirp me the entire time
3: <laughs> refund on your ticket here you go
2: refund on my tickets and my uh 25th anniversary patches that he's giving <laughs> me too yikes do yeah. would yeah. definitely want to mess that up but no big you know i appreciate him you know being able to hook me up with that and mm-hmm. all that i'm just so excited hopefully it works out for you and cat because i know you're because yeah. i know you're waiting till october 4th mm-hmm. for that hat, which isn't too long from now either no, so cross your fingers that it works out So we've already now. talked
3: about it too we've pretty much got almost everything set up it's just a matter of me sending her the money which like i said i'm so grateful to my parents for financing most the, tri- of the trip yeah uh, right okay like so my mom's my mom bought the plane tickets my dad's buying or at least he's giving me mo- he's paying for most of my ticket right which is really really nice so all I'll have to kind of worry about for myself is food and my best friends already said like we're going grocery shopping together and cooking for you don't worry about paying that much
2: there you go tickets. there you go yeah, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm debating if I want to go up to the Thursday night game for for Montreal because the fact that we're actually driving up that Friday. Mm-hmm. 'Cause we're, 'cause we're getting a hotel Friday night and Saturday night.
3: Yeah. So that
2: way, that way, because that way I'm not driving up Saturday morning three and a half hours and then getting to the tailgate and it's already gonna be popping off and I'm like, right. I miss a good part of it. So I'm debating if I want to get up to Raleigh for the Thursday night game, which I am off that day, but it's like, oh, that's tough. Yeah. Driving back, being getting back at like two in the morning, then getting up and then driving up to Raleigh Friday. Mm-hmm yeah that that's definitely a, a debating situation to be able to do that but just be able to get hotel for a couple nights mm-hmm. go to the game saturday and tailgate all day
3: yeah hopefully, i guess that's the perks for me having friends that still live in the area too is that saves me a boarding fee
2: <laughs> yeah for sure but hopefully in our very cool stadium series jerseys well that will that we'll be rocking at the at the uh, Steam Series game that'll be a lot of fun, but I'm I'm so excited to get the 25th anniversary jersey. Mm-hmm. Like I know I've talked, I, I have a job, so that.
3: I can actually save up and pay for it now.
2: <laughs> there you go. There yes. you
3: go. <laughs> <Congratulations>. <laughs> Got a big girl. job, and I'm so.
2: Congratulations yeah. on your on your you know your adult job. <laughs>
3: I know I'm very. I I wanted to call it a big girl job when I texted you earlier, and I was like, maybe just call it a big kid job because that's what it
1: is. I mean, um, hey, either but... one
2: works. Hey, I, no judgment here. <laughs> but there, but yeah, there's no judgment on this podcast unless you have bad takes about the hurricanes. I will judge you then. Mm-hmm. But or your or your or your fandom of certain hockey teams, then we might judge you a little bit. But. <laughs> no it's all good I don't know.
3: But... but yeah no i'm super excited about that i'm already i already talked to them too i was like hey letting you know i'm going to be out of town these days in february um yeah. thank god i only work monday through thursday so i have fridays off anyway so there you
2: go um fly- so flying anyway. flying friday
3: <laughs> all i have to worry about are wednesday and thursday and she was like i've already put it on the calendar you were good to go i was like yes all
2: right wow. this, this job's already fantastic so it's already mm-hmm. working like, yeah by the way they're like you're good. We got you. Like, <laughs> Thanks, fam. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Know. All right. Do so it. before we finish the podcast, I think it's that time. I know we've been That's kind true. of talking. We've been talking kind of, you know, we've been rambling for the last few minutes. But it's just just trying to process the emotions of the fact that hockey is officially back for the most part with mm-hmm. train camp and all that. It's like not a lot of huge news, but it's just us, I guess there's us trying to get our thoughts out of like, oh, my gosh,
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: finally here. Yep. Like I said, even though it's train camp, it's still hockey for the most part. We're done waiting. Mm -hmm. But I think it's that time for everyone's favorite segment right before we leave the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's our Forgotten Canes. And Bailey, who's your Forgotten Canes for season two, episode 13?
3: So I'm straying away from my uh, new guys again this week.
2: Interesting. Hmm.
3: So my guy was uh, drafted... Seventh overall by the LA Kings, but did not start his career with the LA Kings. Um, mm. He spent uh, from 1997 till 2002 in Carolina. We got him from Vancouver and traded him to Calgary once his time where with us was done. Um, he his best season was the 2000-2001 season where he had 23 goals, 29 assists for 52 points total uh coming from showing Shawinigan quebec canada uh okay. left wing Martine oh, martin jelena
2: ah martin jelena fantastic choice uh so, which by the way he did get hosed in calgary against the uh, tampa bay and the uh <laughs> yikes but no martin right. jelena wow fan has a fantastic pick
3: I'm so proud. I, 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 I've, I, I've got high praise. I'm happy.
2: I can I, I respect that. I, respect, hey, I told Jelena. you I was going,
3: I, I'm, I'm going earlier. So I, I'm mixing it up a little bit. I,
2: I kind of had a suspicion who you're talking about. Hmm. He sounds familiar that you said
1: Martin and I'm like, oh, yeah. There we go. there you go. so yeah.
3: who is yours?
2: All right so my guy he is, it's kind of recent ish not really nah I mean not really he played for the hurricanes from the 2006 2007 season to the 2009 2010 season so I guess relatively new-ish compared to what I usually pick mm-hmm. I you would say. Uh, four seasons in Carolina, 213 games played, 43 goals, 60 assists for 103 points. His best season was his first season with the team in 2006-2007 where he got 51 points, uh, 21 goals, 30 assists, was a minus 10 that year. And then after that, he kind of had a massive dip in playing. because so I think because he played like 58, 41, and 42. Um but he played 33 in 2009 2010, so he did have a big drop off after the 06 07 season, which was mm-hmm. his age 33 year. So you kind of saw a, a big dip out of him, yeah. Um, in terms of that, but he was so he was a Vancouver draft pick, fifth round, 124th overall in the 1993 NHL entry draft. If that tells you, uh just how long this guy has been playing. He's from Cambridge, Ontario right wing. He is the one and only Scott Walker. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Scotty Walker. Yes. I know a lot of people have interesting thoughts about him. He was definitely one of those players that were really, he was interesting. He was an interesting player for the most part, but no, Scott Start
3: judging your players again.
2: <laughs> Brad always judges my players. I don't know what he, I don't know what he really wants out of me at this point. It's like, He's calling me Gramps. I'm only thirty-one. You're like, <laughs> Brad, you're older than me. Like, what are you talking? Technically,
3: about? It, yeah, that was both Brad and Ray, so you can't just give that credit to Brad. But
2: I mostly <laughs> talk to Brad because I don't really talk to Ray a whole lot. But Ray, okay, I see you. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry Brad, to tell you, was, out, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ray, you just got thrown under the bus by Bailey. I was just gonna just yell much at love. Brad, but much love. I was just gonna yell at Brad, but now you can blame Bailey for that one. Please don't no. take my
3: episode down off your podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i well, love I do, you guys but i do talk to brad because i do run a hockey page with him and sir we're gonna have some words <laughs> so dare you? yeah but I honestly though martin Jill, and scott walker fantastic picks
3: great great tandem for the episode today
2: oh for sure we've been pretty on fire with a lot of these picks. i like last week's where i said martin Furker and you guys were like oh yeah <laughs> he did play for the kings mm-hmm. for a whole two <laughs> whole two mm-hmm. so it still counts it still counts but i know we're running at about five thirty. it's kind of getting a little bit late but i know if everyone who's listening to this we did record on thursday so it was day one of camp um it's gonna drop on friday if you're listening to it now it's our usual it's a it's a day later we usually drop the episode but you know
0: we're preparing
2: for you
3: for the regular season where drops might get chaotic
2: <laughs> yeah especially with Walt's schedule you know <laughs> It's yeah. camp day. He's got a lot of stuff going on. So it's it's one of those things. So, yeah, so regular season, we are going to have to preference this now. Regular season is coming up. We're definitely going to be playing a lot of it's not going to be the same day every week because it's like with, you know, our jobs, you know, certain games are going to be on certain nights. So it's not going to be a, a certain day. Because I know last year was a lot of Friday recordings drops on Sundays for the most mm-hmm. part because that's when it was me by myself. When we had guests on all that with both of us now. You might get it on a Tuesday, you might get it on a Saturday. It all really depends on when the hurricanes are playing. Because we're not because I'm gonna make sure that we are not recording on a on a game night.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm not missing any games this year. Because no. Imagine
3: no. us recording after Kane's after dark.
2: <laughs> I've seen Kane's Twitter after dark, and no one wants that for this podcast. <laughs> no.
3: Well, you no. say on the East Coast. It's not really Kane's after dark for me. I'm I guess I'm I'm privileged. But I'm sorry. <laughs> you're
2: watching the I, YouTube version, you're you're seeing my reaction right it's now. Giving me
3: a glare.
2: It's like, oh look at me. I, I live in the mountain time Zone where I get two years I get a two-hour difference. You know
3: what? I mean, I'm that it. On the flip side, though, it's going to be kind of rough for me, though, too, because I get off of work at six,
2: and a lot of games are going to be at five o'clock Mountain. Yep. So I'm going
3: to have to go and rewind and rewatch nights. So nobody spoil anything. I'm staying off of Twitter for those days. So nobody tell me anything.
2: Just pull (laughs) up your. Just pull up your. Or let's say, pull up your hurt that or you can say just pull up your nhl app and just listen to the radio version of the game and and do that or espn plus too if if work will allow you to do that i don't know i don't even
3: like i don't think i'm allowed to have headphones in anyway just
2: because we have to be
3: interacting with people so but yeah so hey
2: hey, maybe good luck maybe you convince your work to throw on. if you guys got tvs in there just throw on the tv Like, hey, this this
3: is a a a clinic clinic in colorado
2: Hey, you never know.
3: You never know. They they were really kind of like taken aback when I told them I ran a podcast and they were like, oh, that's so cool. If you ever need any help with anything. And I was like,
2: hmm. (laughs) <laughs> do tell what, what do you mean by this
3: <laughs> like can i can i at least have headphones in so i can listen to my boys like yeah able, right, for sure can, can i preface this to patients like hey i don't know but
2: yeah i'm, I'm not ignoring you i'm just listening to the hurricanes again <laughs> i run a podcast and i got stuff to do Show so. you
3: this exercise real quick then i'm getting bol- <laughs>
2: no, you know, bye, that, would
3: that would be bad i'm trying to make a good impression
2: <laughs> yeah for sure but but if you've made it this far, an hour and 20 something minutes in, we really appreciate it. Might be a little bit shorter because our recording time and we have to do some edits and stuff like that. But if you've made it this far on the actual final cut of the episode, we appreciate y'all. Hope you, everyone enjoyed the Walt Ruff interview, you know, discussion, talk. Cause I know it's part two. I know a lot of people are excited for this one. But Bailey, as always, this was fun.
3: This was so great. Talking um,
2: talking to hurricanes, we're oh we're finally there, we're finally so there. Close, I know. So
3: it's, freaking close, I know. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Twenty fifth anniversary season. There's a lot to series. look forward to. Yeah, so. we finally get to hang out in person I for know. the first time. Game series, it's like let's go
1: yeah
2: maybe gotta, gotta, record
3: an in-person podcast might have to bring out my microphones we'll
2: see well we we could figure out probably friday night maybe the day before because i know it's you know we're all going to yeah. try to be there hopefully mm-hmm. maybe get, try get get cat in for an in-person oh, interview yeah. Too. yeah we gotta get us cat whoever else is going to be there just try to get everyone together for mm-hmm. the tailgate because that'll be a lot of fun too oh yeah just be able to do that. talk to brad talk to brian i don't know mm-hmm. we, we definitely get something set up for sure but if we do an in-person one that guess depending on what time you get in friday my no so
3: I'm program. like I said I'm getting in Wednesday. Oh,
2: that's right. So. We definitely need to figure out something for Friday night then. Mm-hmm. Uh if we're able to go. If through. I'm not
3: if I'm not doing something with cuz right, I know there's a bunch of I, I do have a life outside court. of hockey unfortunately.
2: Do we, I mean do, do we really though? Do we really?
3: <laughs> I'm go I'm taking this trip solely to go to a hockey game. <laughs> what <do> you think. <laughs> but
2: there there yeah. you go but before we actually go and now people are like come on just end the podcast already. Midwestern goodbye. Someone who's from the Midwest, I'm totally sorry about that. <laughs> Every podcast that I'm on, it, it happens all the time. So just just blame me. It is what it is. But <laughs> Bailey, where can people find you on the
4: socials?
3: You can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey with two Ys. Uh, hockey, whatever, come talk to me. Love chatting it up with people. Uh, if you're looking for a little more kind of a personal insight on life, uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Sometimes post some hockey stuff, but – um yeah go check me out over there
2: yes and you can check me out at the one true zach ontario that's only true zach uh just talk about any type of sports mainly but it is hockey season so i did preface this on my twitter it's gonna be 90 percent canes 10 percent hockey in general with there might be a small mix but that's like a point zero 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 infinity of to one mm-hmm. of that so it's it's that time, Billy. It's just yep. nothing but it. hockey and hurricanes. I'm That's so all ready. it's ready. It's all it's gonna be for my, on my Twitter. So, <laughs> I'm so if, ready. If, if you're not there for that, I'm sorry, but you're missing out. Hey, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep the grind going for your for your yeah. hockey yeah. stuff. Uh if you um, want to get to know me of just maybe personal stuff, I don't really post a whole lot of personal stuff on my Instagram, but uh got a new handle on my Instagram. It's no more Zachar Martin22. It's Keniac Zach. Oh. So the okay. other Zach from 4 for Scores, I got your name. <laughs> <laughs> so there. <laughs> I, finally out, got Kini, I, got, I finally got Keniac Zach. I'm trying for Coming my Coming for your
3: brand. <laughs>
2: hey, but you want. there's only one true Zach, and that's this guy. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want to check out the podcast, go check out the search cast on Twitter. Um, We got the link tree. You can check out where you can find our podcast to listen to. And also check out our YouTube which, if you do, and if you're watching us right now, whenever this does drop, thank you for watching our podcast, and make sure to subscribe, like the video, and click the bell for notifications, because for the YouTube algorithm, we have to say that, so please <laughs> do so, like, subscribe, hit the bell, all that good stuff, because it'll help us out as well. If you want to help us out some more, please go read the podcast on your so, on your podcast platform's if you leave a five stars and you leave us a rate a review, we might actually shout you out on the podcast. So make sure to do that as well, because we definitely want to hit top 100 for podcasts. So that would be, that would be fantastic. So I guess that's pretty much it, like I don't think we have anything else to really talk about. So, I mean, no, no.
3: hockey's almost back, baby. Get ready.
2: Let's <laughs> go. And until next week, For episode 14 of season two of The Search. Guys, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. And we will see you next time here.
1: For listening to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.